Hello and welcome to Empire Builders, the place for entrepreneurs, business owners and experts who want to build an epic empire. I'm Nick James and thanks for joining me here today. In this episode, I'm going to share with you the 10 questions that I've used for the last 17 years in order to set goals, intentions for the coming year and make that year my best year yet. So um, quick backstory, first of all, um, I first discovered this process in 2003, so 17 years ago. Um, and actually, the, the story is quite interesting of how I discovered this process. Um, because in 2002, the year before, my mum, the amazing Nikki V, um, was attending an event. I believe it was a yes group, which is kind of like a, um, there's yes groups all over the UK. Uh, I think they're all over the world, actually. And it's kind of like a personal development power team, power group, if you like, that meets regularly. And she was attending one of these live events, these workshops in 2002. And as part of the session, they actually went through a process that's um, that's actually in a book called Best Year Yet by Ginny Ditzler, I believe, uh, is the lady's name that's written the book. Um, by the way, you can, um, uh, we'll probably put those, uh, that name and the title of the book in the, the show notes here. So those of you listening on the Empire Builders podcast can search it by the book. I'd highly recommend it. Um, effectively, this episode will be my version of this because we've adapted it, adjusted it over the last 17 years. So in 2002, my mum, Nikki V, went through this this process that, that is written about in that book, Best Year Yet. Um, she went through it for the first time in a workshop setting. And so she set her goals, her intentions for the year ahead for 2003. And... Um, the way she's, she's told me the story is that they got to the end of that session and they said, who would like to share your goals, things that you've set yourself for 2003? And no one put the hand up. And so the person running the session who knew my mum went, Nikki, why don't you come up and uh, share what you've decided to focus on in the year ahead? And she's like nervously gone up to the front and shared that her number one goal for 2003 was to be married by the end of the year. Now, for context, at that time, um, she was single, not in a relationship, um, and probably she would say not in her best mental, emotional, physical state. Um, so a lot needed to change very quickly in order for her to achieve that goal. And um, so as a result of answering these 10 questions, she made some massive changes in her life um, and literally transformed her life. And of course, in August... 2003, I believe it was, she met the amazing Tony V. And as ridiculous as this sounds, and I suppose it actually is quite ridiculous, but if you know them, you know that this is pretty normal behavior for the Vs. They were married in December of that year. Um, so she achieved her goal to be married by the end of the year. And since then, uh, the reason I share that story is hopefully that's testament to the sheer power of this process that I'm about to share with you. But also since then, for the last 17 years, um, we as a family have used this process and we've adapted it as we've gone. And um, actually the following year, 2003, end of that year, she was actually invited back to the Yes Group to share her success, her story and facilitate this process. 
And I actually sat in the room and went through this process for the first time myself in 2003. And as I said, for the last 17 years, we've done it together as a family. So initially, you know, I did it in that workshop with my mum facilitating. And then the year after we did it as a family and I got Nat involved. And now, of course, our family's grown and we've got our two kids, Zach and Ty, who are seven and 11. And they now do this process with us every year. We normally block out um, at least half a day sometime between Christmas and New Year to um, spend time as a family to do this process, to share our goals, our ambitions, what we like to, what our intentions are for the year ahead. And I think, first of all, um, I would implore you, I would recommend that you make the time and make the space to do this process because it's really worked, as I said, in 2002, it really worked for my mum. And, you know, over the last 17 years, Pretty much everything that I've achieved, everything that I've built in that time has been based on this foundation. And now I do it habitually every Christmas, New Year, we as a family sit down and do it. And quite frankly, now I'd be scared not to because it's been so successful. It's the, you know, this process actually was the inspiration that created our Expert Empires events. Um, when I did Best Year Yet in 2016 for 2017, this is where Expert Empires, the, the, the seed was planted, that the vision was created. Um, it's helped me over, over many years overcome tough times in my career, personally, in my relationship. Um, it's helped me improve my health, my fitness. This process was part of what encouraged me to make the decision to stop drinking alcohol at the end of 2019 and here we are 11 and a half months later um, and literally I've never felt more alive, more full of energy. Um, I've never had such a productive year as I've had throughout 2020, despite what many would see as tough circumstances. So this process works. I encourage you to take the time, schedule it out. Even if it's, you know, even if to start with, you're just going to do it yourself. Take a couple of hours out sometime between Christmas and New Year and dedicate it to this process and I, I guarantee that you'll be glad you did and the rewards will be there for you. Um, and again, you know, if you like us, get together and do it as a family. I think it's a great experience. Um, one that, you know, the, the, we do this every year and I, I cherish those few hours with um, my mum and Tony and Nat and the kids and we do it together and I think it's a great bonding experience and, you know, it, it helps us align our goals, our vision together as a family for the year ahead. So um, without any further ado, I'm going to share the 10 questions with you. And by the way, you'll be able to download the, uh, I'm, I'm putting these together on a PDF document for you as well, because I'm aware you might be listening to this on the go, in the gym, in the car, whatever it is. Um, so you can download the questions so you don't have to pull over or stop training and write them down. You can download these questions. I'm going to have the team put it, uh, put the PDF up for you at expertempires.com forward slash best year yet. That's expertempires.com com forward slash best year yet. So the 10 questions, I'm going to run through them briefly for you now and give you a bit of my own personal spin and insight on them. They're not the same questions, by the way, that are in the book. I've adapted them. We've adapted them over the last 17 years. So the first question is, um, and I think this is a helpful place to start to reflect. I suppose the first few questions are reflecting on the year that's just passed. So the first question is, what were the biggest goals or biggest milestones or biggest things you achieved in the year just passed, in 2020. So I would suggest 
that you look at all different areas of your life. You think about what are the biggest goals you achieved or what were your biggest achievements in terms of your health, your relationships, your business, your financial position. Um, it could be sports goals you achieved or milestones you hit. Um, so what were your biggest achievements? And as I said, this, this question is a great place to start because, you know, first of all, it puts you in a positive frame of mind and has you focus. Often I think we do tend to, we tend to distract ourselves and focus on what didn't work. And so this first question puts you in a positive mindset and it actually brings your focus and attention onto the many things that you might have achieved this year. And I'm sure, you know, whilst for some people, 2020 has been um, not a great year, I guarantee that if you ask this question and dig deep enough, you will find things that you've achieved that you can focus on. So question number two is then, what were your magic moments in 2020? And so this is similar to question one. It's designed to put you in a positive frame of mind and focus on what what worked well or what was good. Um, this is about specific moments that you can recall that's, that meant a lot to you, that were magic. So what were your magic moments in 2020? There might be, um, I always like to think of this as snapshots in time, specific moments that were positive for you, that you enjoyed, that you felt great, that you felt connected, that you experienced um, you know, loving moments with your family or, or, or specific moments maybe that sat alongside an achievement. So maybe question one will stimulate some thoughts, but question two is what were your magic moments, specific moments in time in 2020 that stand out to you? Question three is what were the most significant roles you played in the last year in 2020? So um, for me, some of those roles might be CEO, of our rapidly growing companies. We've now got 20 people in our team. So a significant role that I certainly lived and evolved into this year was CEO. Um, maybe your significant roles are in terms of your career, coach, consultant, author, speaker, whatever that might be. Maybe in your personal life, you're a mother, a father, a son, a daughter, a friend. So what are the most significant roles you played? Or another way of thinking it is what, what hats did you wear? throughout 2020. Question number four is, what were your biggest disappointments in the last year, in 2020? What, what didn't go the way you wanted it to? Or what goals did you set and fail to achieve? Or what decisions did you make that you maybe regret or that you learned lessons from? So what were your biggest disappointments? And, and you know, this doesn't necessarily feel great, but it's important to acknowledge what didn't work so that we can make better decisions for the year ahead. Question number five is then married up to question four, what lessons did you learn? So by the way, these lessons could be based upon disappointments, things that didn't work, goals you set and failed to achieve or decisions you make that didn't lead to good things. What lessons did you learn? And also, I suppose it could be looking at what goals you achieved and what magic moments you experienced, what lessons did you learn from them? Because you can learn lessons, of course, from what worked and what didn't work. So question number five, what lessons did you learn is designed to crystallize all your experiences from the last year and go, right, what lessons do I need to acknowledge and then take forward into the next year? Question number six, what are the most important roles for you to play in 2021 in the next year? So we looked at question number three, what the most significant roles you played last year and you listed those. So 
Question number six is, what are the most important roles you want to play in the next year? Where do you want to focus your attention? Where do you want to spend your time? You might decide that you want to put more time and energy into a role that maybe you've neglected in the past in terms of your family or in terms of your business or your career. Or there might be a new venture you're embarking upon which causes you to play a different role. So number six is, what are the most important roles that you want to play in 2021? Now we're getting into all the first six questions, by the way, are designed to get you thinking strategically. They're designed to get you reflecting on the past, looking forward into the future, thinking about what's most important to you in your life, in business, so that you can then answer question number seven, which is what are your top three goals for each of those most important roles you want to play? Um, what most people do when they're doing goal setting for a new year is they just go, what are my biggest goals for the year? But they don't do the strategic thinking that precedes the setting of the goals. And so maybe they end up setting goals that maybe won't fulfill them or aren't really that important. Or they end up setting goals that are unrealistic, unachievable. So you ask yourself, what are your top three goals for each role? So let's say, for argument's sake, my most important role to play in 2021 um, is to be an amazing husband. The top three goals maybe for that role are around things that I want to do in terms of spending time with Nat, with my wife, holidays we want to take, whatever that might be. So question number seven, what are your top three goals for each role? And of course, if you've got five roles, that means you'll have 15 goals. If you've got seven roles, then you might have 21 goals. So you've got a big list of goals from that. And then question number eight is about distilling all of those different goals that you've considered and thought about, and then setting a top five. So question number eight is, what are your overall top five goals for 2021? And then question number nine and 10 is like, how do you make it happen? So question number nine is, what daily rituals do you need to commit to in order to make those goals a reality, those top five? So what daily rituals do you need to commit to? I think the mistake people make with goal setting is they set a goal, and then kind of just forget about it and get to the end of the year and review and go, oh, I failed, I fell short. Where the work is done is in the daily rituals, the commitments, the habits you create. So question number nine is what daily rituals do you need to commit to in order to make these goals a reality? Um, and then question number 10 is what do you maybe need to stop doing in order to make these goals a reality? And by the way, it was this question last year um, there was a couple of different things that led to it, but it was this question last year that made me go, if I'm going to be an amazing CEO, an amazing husband, an amazing dad this year, if I'm going to become more of an athlete this year uh, and get in the best physical shape of my life, what do I need to stop doing? I need to stop drinking alcohol. So I've got more energy, more time, more mental strength, more focus, all of these things, which was why I made that decision. So, and of course yours, may well be very different. So question 10 is, what do you need to stop doing in order to make these goals a reality? So as I said, you can get those questions in a PDF document that I've created just for you. Go to expertempires.com forward slash best year yet. Um, and what I'd suggest is once you've answered those questions and you've got your top five goals for 2021, um, what I do, and again, this isn't you know, in the book, I don't think, uh, Best Year Yet by Ginny Ditzler. This is my version of it. What I always do, and I've done this probably for the last three or four years um, with this process, is I'll take 
my top three roles that I really want to grow into and embrace in the year ahead. And then I'll put three goals for each. And then that I'll write out, print out. Um, I have it in two places. One, um, I have it on my bedside table. So it is the last thing I see every single night before I go to bed. It's the first thing I see every single morning before I wake up. Um, so it's in my focus. Um, and then I often, actually haven't right now, but I often have it on my desk, in my workspace, physically. So it's just in my focus. Again, the reason why I think more people don't achieve the goals they set themselves each year is because they forget. It's just not in their focus all the time. So what I've started doing last few years in particular is taking my top three roles and the top three goals for each. So I've got like my nine. And it's not an exact science. I think this year I had three goals for my number one role, three goals for my number two role, and I think I had two for my third. So, you know, having maybe, you know, between five and 10 of the most important, significant goals you've set yourself for the year, I, I literally type them out, print it, and have it physically. I have it at my bedside table, so it's the last thing I see before I go to bed. It's the first thing I see when I wake up in the morning. So it's consistently in my focus throughout the year, day in, day out, which of course makes it easier for me to commit to and follow through on my daily rituals. It makes me easier to stop doing the things I need to stop doing in order to make these goals a reality because it's in my focus constantly. So hopefully you found this episode valuable, useful. Um, please let me know. Comment in our Facebook community. If you're not in there, go to uh, Facebook dot com forward slash expert empires community to join our free facebook community please comment in there and let me know how you get on with the process um, and please i implore you to take this process and carve time out sometime between christmas and new year to do it it'll only take you a couple of hours maybe half a day if you're doing it with family with friends with other people um, and look you know i think over the last 17 years it's literally changed my life changed my business so i i implore you i invite you to take this process use it and please let me know how you get on speak soon okay that's it for today thank you so much for listening to empire builders please subscribe leave us a review on apple on spotify on other platforms and uh, share the love tell your friends remember till next time the more you connect the more you collect